How much value do you place on your time? How much value do you place on your time? This has come up a couple of times now this couple in these last few days with some of the friends that I've been talking to and on different things. One is about the time that you invest in yourself, the time that you invest in other people and give to other people, and then the time that you're just doing stuff that really isn't making a difference. So I'm going to do twofold things here and then hope and hope that this helps you because this was a game changer for me. And I felt it in talking to these two friends that I think that there needs to be a reminder. And I'm talking to you, the woman right now. Like one of the things I think that us women carry is we feel like we have to be everything for everybody. And that's like the that's like the, the badge we carry, right? Is that we are everything to everybody, to our mom, to our, we're, we're like the mom of moms, right? Like we're, we're to our kids, to our, our spouse, like to everything. We, we do everything. And then we don't have any time at the end of the day for ourselves and we run up dry, we run up empty. And I've, I've preached on this all day long, right? You can't pour from an empty place and you can only give what you have. So if you are not filling yourself up with love and adoration and speaking truth over yourself and love, then what are you actually giving to your family? What are you actually giving to your kids? What are you actually giving to your friends? Correct? Correct. Okay. So today I was talking to one of my son's friend's mom and they're from India and she was asking me about health and nutrition and she wanted to, you know, kind of pick my brain about, you know, what, it, what she should do for her health and all of these things. <clears throat> and She's like, how do you guys live? Like, what are, what are your habits? And so I began to share with her a couple of things. And one of the things I shared with her is I said, you know, I, when I had my kids, I had already kind of gotten a grip on my health and, and learning new habits and things that I wanted for my life. I said, and then one of the things I, I really did an evaluation on is what are the things that I want to bring from my childhood? And then what are the things I do not and there was a lot that I didn't, that I did not want to bring with my kids. Number one was the eating habits. Like we didn't, we, my parents bless them, but they didn't establish good eating habits for me. And that caused a lot of issues for me. I was very addicted to sugar. I was very addicted to soda and I had to wean myself off of it and, and you know, correct that bad behavior, correct those bad habits. So why in the hell would I do that to my kids? So I told her, I said, I love my kids and my job as their mom is to set them up with the best life. That means the best habits. That doesn't mean that I preach it to them. It means I live it for them. So I told her, I said, you know, that's why my kids get the lunch they have. Cause she has said, my son talks about how like your son's lunch, even though it's very healthy, it's good. Like my son shares your protein pudding and, you know, apple slices with cinnamon on it. And he dips it in almond butter and that you feed your kids, you know, grilled chicken with hummus. Like it's real food. I said, you're, uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. So I started to share with her why I said, my kids literally know real food when, when they get taken to a fast food place, they literally want to throw up. They think it's disgusting because their taste buds, their habits have been established since they were born, which is we eat real food in our house, like real food. And 
here's what I began to share with her. I said, and I don't cook. I hate cooking. So why would I cook if I hate it? Like I hate cooking. I don't like going to the grocery store. I have never, I have not gone to the grocery store in like five years or like four years. I would say like three to four years. And she's like, wait, what? And she said this, she goes, I go to the grocery store every day and get ingredients for the meal that I'm going to prepare that night. And she's like, and I love bringing our Indian culture into our home. And so I bring, I I make Indian dishes every night. And I said, yeah, I, I get that. So, so you do that for like two or three hours. She's like, yes. And then it's cleanup time. So it's like pots and pans and all that. So it's, it's like a three hour process. I said, well, plus the time you went in the grocery store, that's four hours. She's like, true. It's like an hour in the grocery store. It's like an hour of prepping the food, making the food. And then it's an hour to two hours of cleanup. I said, okay, so you must not really value yourself. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, so I put myself at a high value. Like I'm pretty freaking valuable. And my time has to count. If it's not changing a life or making a difference, I'm not doing it. I said, even down to this lunch date, when you asked me to this lunch date, I evaluated who you are and why I would want to get to know you. I did. I said to myself, is this a, is this a time worthy lunch date or is it a no? And because you are a new friend of my son and you asked about like health and fitness, of course, that's a valuable thing. I'm going to be able to invest what the knowledge that I have into you. It's going to be it's going to be a worthy conversation. It's going to be worth my time. So therefore, I said yes. But I'm very guarded on my time because I value myself and I value my time. And there's no way in hell I'm going to spend an hour in the grocery store getting a bunch of ingredients and food and then cooking when I could be actually looking my kids in the eye like I do every single day and ask them about their day. I don't spend time cooking. My cooking is five minutes. We got a pot of white rice that's on that my husband prepares every day. It's a pot of white rice, basmati white rice. We have ground ground beef in the fridge or grilled chicken that we've meal prepped for the entire week. So the boys know to plop a couple of scoops of rice, grab some meat, heat it up on the cast iron. I don't believe in microwaves. Heat it up on the cast iron and be done. I'm not cooking it. They are empowered at eight and 11 years old to cook their own food. And the habit that is established in our home is y'all don't have to cook. You can eat healthy and you can do it in five minutes. That's our habit. And that's something I know our boys will be able to do for the rest of their life. They don't have to find a wife that's going to cook for four hours. They just need to know that to eat healthy and to be like fully efficient and to have fuel, food is fuel for their body, is a little bit of advanced prep work of grilling up your meat, popping some rice and be done. She was like, what the heck? I said, here's the thing. That means that the three hours or four hours that you had, I have been able to invest in myself. I've been able to hit the gym. I've been able to do gratitude journal with my kids. I've been able to ask them about their day. Do you, do you get to sit and like look your kids in the eye as soon as they come home and talk about your day? She said, no. She goes, no, I'm, I'm cooking in the kitchen. I said, see, that's, see, so here's the thing. At the end of the day, right? At the end of your life, is it going to matter all the meals that you made? 
or the time that you took to look in your kids in the eye and invest in them. I said, and I have a question for you. You've been talking a lot about your future. Well, your mom did this. Your mom cooked Indian dishes every single day. So do you want your daughter to do that? Because you love it. You just love being in the kitchen for three hours. You just love cooking for ingredients, shopping for ingredients for an hour every single day because you love that, right? She's like, no, I hate it. I said, then why in the world would you be showing, showing, telling your daughter that she's supposed to do the same? Because that's what you do. Every day that you get up and you lift up your eyes, every habit that you have is saying to your kids, this is how mom knows to show you the best way to live. This is what you're showing your kids on every area of your life, down to even the time that you spend. And I said, I'm very guarded on my time. My boys know that. I teach them that. I tell them, you know, you're not just going to do all the sports. Like you need to invest in certain sports that are going to take you to where you want to go. I said to, to like, to create a point here, I said, are my boys are in jiu-jitsu and they wanted to pick up wrestling. Why? Because wrestling improves your jiu-jitsu and jiu-jitsu improves your wrestling. They grow on each other. They help each other. They, they make the, them better in each sport. So their time matters in those things. So I'm teaching my boys that. When you lift weights, when you run, that makes you faster. That makes you stronger in your sport. So you're teaching your kids. But here's the thing. I don't just teach them. I live these things. My husband lives these things. Because I know that my job at the end of the day is that every habit that they see that their mom has and that their dad has, I want them to implement it. And if I don't, then it's a freaking no. Non-negotiable. So do you want to teach your daughter to do what you're doing on all of your habits? Then you need to get real. And that's what I told her. You need to get real. And I'm not even joking with you guys. This is exactly how firm I was with her. And I said, I know that you probably weren't expecting this kind of conversation, but I am a person of like, let's get in there and roll up our sleeves and get to work and move on and start to live a different way. Because life is way too short to be wasted on stupid, terrible habits that are impacting your life and the lives of those around you. And life is way too short to be wasting your gifts in the grocery store and in the kitchen. So this is what I told her. And I'm going to go back to my other conversation. So this is what I told her. I said, here's my suggestion to you. I am, I said, one of my best friends from when my husband went to Harvard Business School, her name was Nirjana. She's from India. So I get it. Your traditions are ingrained in you and they're thick and they're strong and you shouldn't get rid of them. Your family should embrace them. So here's what you actually should do. Every Saturday, you should get your entire family involved in making a traditional Indian dish. Now it's meaningful. Now it's special. And now your kids are being taught what your culture is, where they come from. And now it's special. That's our tradition that's special. So every Saturday, they know this is when we're going to have our special Indian dish and mama's going to teach us our culture, where we come from. And now it's special. I'm like, how amazing would that be that all hands are on deck for cooking and prepping and cleaning, but it's one meal. And it could even be, I said, you could even prep it, make a curry, freeze it. And now you got rice and meat and curry for the entire week. She's like, oh my gosh, this has been amazing. But here's what she said, and I want to leave this with you on this part of the story. She said, I have been looking at this very wrong. I have been looking at my past. You 
help me look at my future. And she said, I've been saying, well, my mom did this. Well, my mom did this. Well, my mom did this. I haven't been actually thinking for myself, what do I want my daughter's habits to be? What do I want my daughter to live like? I need to change my habits so that she can live out those things. She's like, I've never looked forward. I've been looking backwards. And I said, and that's where you've been wrong. That's where you've been wrong. And I said, to be honest with you, that's where a lot of people are wrong. I said, that was my life from the very beginning until in my 20s, I literally was like, who am I and what blueprint do I want for my life? What are, what's the marriage that I want? What's the kind of family I want to raise? How do I want to be? Do I want to be someone that gets walked over or do I want to stand up for myself and be a freaking boss? Like, who am I? And what do I want to be? And if I have to go to work on myself to become what I want, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it until the girl that looks in the mirror is the girl that I've been chasing after. And that, I told her, I said, you are, I told this woman, I said, you are looking at a chick who has invested in herself for years. And the reason why I can be so direct and firm and pour this into you is because I've been pouring this into myself for years. For years, daily, daily. I said, I don't wash myself for just once a year, right? You're washing yourself every day. Same with speaking over yourself and investing in yourself. It's every single day. And that's what you have to do. And she was, she said, I, th- I'm, she's like, I'm so thankful that God moved you from California to meet this Indian woman who needed you. And I'm like, that's amazing. And I said, and this is where it's meaningful. See, this is where my time counted today. And I said, and that's actually what I do every day is I actually tell myself, Natalie, how is your smile and your time and your money going to make a difference in somebody's life today? I do that every single morning when I get up. So my life matters every day. Every day my smile did something. Every day my money did something. And every day my time did something because I value those things. I value myself. So I'm not going to waste it in the kitchen. I'm not going to waste it in the grocery store. I'm not going to waste it on careless, stupid crap. Instacart is your best friend. I Instacart all my groceries. So when you value your time, you, you don't spend it on careless, stupid stuff because you know that your time is valuable. Okay. I want to go into my next story is when you value your time and you value who you are, you don't waste it on fools. Okay, so I have another friend who she was telling me about some friends that she was hanging out with and some friends that were asking for advice and for opinions of health, fitness and and other things. I have another friend that's, you know, about finance because she's super into finance and she would tell her these things that she needs to do with her finance. Like she would tell her like, this is what you need to do for your finances. And this friend of mine who was into finance, she's pretty boss. Like she knows what's up when it comes to her finances. And so she was giving her friend advice, solid advice. And this friend had every freaking excuse under the sun of why she can't save, of why they can't get ahead and blah, 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 blah. And so she was like, what do you do with that? I said, you walk away. Are you actually asking me seriously? I go, girl, you walk away. You literally shake the dust off your feet and peace out, homie G. I'm like, it would be like someone coming to me. I have 
I am a, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say like a master master, but I'm pretty freaking good at mindset, nutrition, and fitness. I do it to myself. I've coached thousands of other women that have also transformed their lives. So I would say I'm pretty good in this category. So if someone comes to me and which I've had several times, several times people have come to me about nutrition, fitness, whatever. And they come to me with their like questions, right? Um, for instance, I had a gal that was like, I really like, I'm, I'm struggling losing weight. And I said, yeah, because you're doing a bunch of cardio, like you're skinny fat. Like you need to stop the cardio. You need to start lifting weights. And she's like, well, yeah, but I do this class. Blah, blah, blah. She had all the reasons why she was like still needing to do her cardio. I said, you're not coming to me for my opinion. You're wanting me to validate why you're fat. And I'm not going to give it to you. So you're wasting my time. And I literally walked away from the conversation. I, my time is way more valuable working with people that are actually coachable. So here's my thing. If you find yourself talking to people and you're in an expertise field and you're giving them solid advice and they're giving you every freaking excuse of why they can't or whatever, literally peace out, homie G. You guys, your time is so precious. It is so valuable that if you're wasting it on people that are wanting to just give you an excuse and not wanting to actually change the trajectory of their lives, it's a waste. And that means that when you spend time with people that don't truly value your opinions, and your expertise, it means that you have actually devalued yourself. It means that you have put yourself at their level because it means that you will actually spend time with people that don't give a crap about what you have to say or about any of your opinions and you've lowered yourself to their standard. But when you set your standards so freaking high, like you guys, I have people that meet my husband and they're like, oh, I get it. I'm like, yeah, standards are freaking high. My husband treats me like a rock star. Like he treats me like a queen. Why? Because that's my standard and I treat him the same. He's my king. He's like, he's like freaking amazing. We've been married for almost 19 years. There's a reason. Like he treats me so good and I pray to God I do the same for him. And it's my standard. It's his standard. Like we hold ourselves, ourselves at a high standard. Of course, it's going to be like, this is what I bring to the table. You better bring your best to the table, right? Same with friendships. If I bring this to the table, like pull up a seat and what do you got? And if we're not at the same level, peace out. Now, I'm not saying I'm not going to love you and I'm not going to care for you and I'm not going to be like kind to you, but the five closest friends that I'm going to be chilling with and that I'm going to be hanging with, you best believe we're going to be in the same level, same income, probably around the same weight, same interests, same, 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 same. Why? Because I want to be a magnet for those things. And you have to evaluate your life. If you're looking at your life and the five closest friends you have are overweight, broke, negative, drama, you need to look at yourself. That's a magnet. That means that you've put yourself at that level. And that's the magnet that you're attracting. So rather than getting rid of the friends, get rid of the things that are making you attract those friends. Get rid of the things in your life that are making you a magnet for those things. And once you do that, 
all of a sudden your circle and your tribe begins to change. And it's not because you went out and trained, changed your tribe. It was because you changed the tribe in you. You changed all those things that you had in you that were attracting those groups of people. And it's interesting because when I was talking to these couple of friends in these last couple of days, I said, I have done, I have done such work in myself that I would rather be by myself talking to myself because I enjoy being by myself than be with anybody else that thinks less than the way I think. I've gotten in such a place where if you don't think the level I think, I don't want to be around you because I don't want you to bring me down. Now, I will speak life over you and I will love you. But when it comes to my five that I'm going to be chilling with and I'm going to be giving a lot of my time to, you best believe you're going to be at my standard. You're going to be at my level because I want to get better, not get worse. And you have to do that for yourself. You have to take a time inventory of your life. Where is your time being spent? Because that's where you place your value. Where your time is being spent is where you place your value. So if your value is in the kitchen, you're going to be there for four hours. If your value is in drama, then you're going to be hanging out with people that talk drama. You're going to be on Instagram, clicking all the drama. You're going to be going through the scroll. You're going to be doing all that. But if your time is in you, if your time is in your family, if your time is in your relationships, it's going to be spent completely different. My life does not look like a lot of other people's lives that live in America because my value is different. My value is in myself, in my mindset, my family, my kids, my relationships, my friendships. Because at the end of the day, that's for me where my priority is. And if that's my priority, then my time is going to show it by where I'm spending my time. So I hope this brings encouragement to you. And I would really, really, really encourage you if some of these things hit home for you, take an inventory of the time in your life and reevaluate and change things and then take massive action.